Hi, I am Nimit Brambhat and you are listening to my Not So Profound Thoughts. So today I'll be talking about the Bleeding Unicorn series that I have started. Why? Because earlier the companies that were there used to have profits, the companies used to have valuation about $1 billion and still they were listed and earning profits. But now in the new tech companies or fintech companies, they are having losses. And earlier we used to measure or price them by PE ratio or PB ratio that is price to book and price to earnings ratio. But now both the ratios have become obsolete as the negative because of the negative earnings. So what shall we do? So in this series, I'll be talking about the market scenario, the company's operating history and the future assumptions or my story that I have done while valuing the company. So let's begin. Now let me set the table first that earlier in 2010 less than 2% of the people had smartphone access and while the Chinese market made or the Chinese companies made their entry into the Indian market the Indian consumers had access to smartphones as well as the cellular data or the cellular subscribers also increased during that time because the prices went down and currently more than 500 million subscribers or 500 million consumers have access to smartphones. Also, there was cheap and reliable network availability which gave boost to smartphone. So let me explain you the growth drivers that are growing the smartphone market. Firstly, the Chinese market, Chinese mobile manufacturers such as Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi have reduced the purchase cost of the Indian consumer who are using smartphone. Earlier, we used to have feature phones like this, that is the Nokia phone which I am holding. Earlier, we used to have this and they were priced in 8,000 to 10,000. Now, as the Oppo, Vivo and MI came into the picture, the prices went down for the smartphone to less than 10,000. Now we are having the facility that we can purchase a smartphone between 5,000 to 15,000 and that's it. And the second thing that the increasing coverage and reliability of the network infrastructure that I might be at any point in India, I'll have a network coverage facility as well as in 2016 when the Geo entered into the telecom industry. It devastated the whole industry by increasing the competition. So what changed the whole scenario? Earlier, I remember my father telling me the story that while during his time, while he had the phone, he had to pay for the incoming calls only also and paying for the outgoing calls was a different thing. But even paying for the incoming calls was very high. Then while I was in school, that is, I can say from till 2013, I used to pay for SMS charges and then the internet upgraded. So earlier I used to pay 200 to 300 rupees per month for making SMSs. The incoming was free during that time. And then came 2016 where Geo launched outgoing facility free to all the Indians and now 
all telecom operators have accepted it and this change also if you can see the current graph in 2019-20 we have adapted to smartphone so well that we consume almost three and a half hours of smartphone access or consume the data for the smartphone or use the smartphone for three and a half hours a day and it drastically increased during the covid because we were all at home and had nothing to do the time that we use increased from 3.4 to four and a half hours by using netflix by amazon prime and consuming the content that was generated available online but it was not only available for content consumption our smartphone access increased even one more thing that was making payments also why because as the internet access increased the network facility increased the price reduced but one thing we lacked was the banking facilities if the banks were available at all place and the network and the facility of banking or the ease of banking was available we would not have seen this drastic change which i am going to tell you so then came upi that was made by the national payment corporation of india in 2017-18 it was introduced and from there on you can see that we have grown so mobile payments as you can see in the graph it increased from 1718 wherein it surpassed the card payments as well as in 1920 you can see the value of the mobile payments also surpassed the card payments and now let me tell you the whole story of the payment method growth so in 1516 you can see that upi was not there till 1718 and the credit card debit card prepaid instruments such as wallets which we are using for paytm and other type of wallets airtel wallet amazon wallet any other type of wallets which we are using was increasing then in 1617 debit card and prepaid cards increased as well as in 1718 came upi and from there on you can see that there was no going back as i mentioned in the previous graph that the transaction as well as the value of the transactions increased and surpassed all other methods you can see that in the graph 2019-20 it has surpassed all and you know how many transactions are taking place in the upi method now let's talk about the paytm so paytm is an introduction let me tell you the paytm ipo came in the recent year and we also a drastic reduction in the share price currently while i was valuing the company it was at 599 per share and paytm that is pay through mobile was founded by vijay shekhar sharma in 2010 wherein it operated as prepaid services and during that time the services which it offered as well as the market were very small right now it offers p2p that is peer to pay here as well as peer to merchant 
It offers various multiple offerings such as insurance aggregate. It is an insurance aggregator. It provides you bank account. It provides you DMAT account. It provides you other investment opportunities wherein you can purchase gold and other commodities as well as you can make bookings for railways, airlines, movies and whatnot. So in the current balance sheet which I read, Paytm made up up to 40% of the peer to market transaction volumes in the financial year 21. Of all this peer to market, if we take prepaid instruments, it holds a market share of 65 to 70% in the overall peer to merchant markets. And now let me take you to the timeline or the whole how the Paytm grew itself. In 2014, it added Paytm wallet that we now use constantly or we have been using uh, while majority of the consumers use Paytm for fast-tech payments also. But it was after demonetization that Paytm or the digital payments skyrocketed. In 2016, it added ticket booking. So you know how easily you can book tickets for airlines, for railways, for movies. In 2017, it started Paytm Gold. You know earlier that in previous videos I have talked about the digital gold. It is nothing but the same that Paytm started offering Paytm Gold in the form of digital locker where you can buy gold even at rupees 1. In 2018, it added Paytm money for investment and wealth management purposes. So this was just before the COVID happened. So wherein you can purchase mutual fund uh, shares and even open demat account from Paytm money itself. And in 2019, it added Paytm business app for merchants to track payments. I still remember that while three years ago, I was in college doing my masters. I used to go to petrol pump to refuel my bike. And while making payments, there used to be a guy who used to record payments while payments which were made from phone pay, Google pay or Paytm. So he used to write a mobile number. He used to write the transaction amount as well as the transaction reference number. Now what I saw previous week was that Paytm now in petrol pumps when I went again, they have a box in which any transaction made either from UPI or prepaid wallet from any method you may use phone pay Google pay or anything they have something that is box which generates a slip and records the transaction so if you make payment from any of the method you get a slip from the Paytm box itself and the person who used to be writing all these things is now removed so it has improved to this level. You have seen that Paytm stock price decreased drastically. So what was reason? So one of the reason I think is because of the take rate. So what is the take rate? Take rate is the revenue that you earn from selling all the merchandise. 
So if we take the gross merchandise value, which the Paytm had during its IPO was around 4,033 billion rupees. So out of it, it earned 0.79% during its IPO from the current quarter, which I read in balance sheet, it earns only 0.31%. So if you, if I compare it with its peers, such as Visa or MasterCard, because it, because they are accepting payments or paper. So you can see that in Visa, it is 1.11%, MasterCard, it is 1.83%, American Express charges 4.22%, then PayPal is 2.29%. So for all the transactions that are done, it earns from 1% to 2% and even in some cases 4% and more than that. While the Paytm has not been able to utilize this facility and has been not been able to earn this much compared to its global peers as the Paytm is not just limited to India. It is outside of the India and is growing and starting with Japan also. Now, if we talk about the UPI data, you can see that phone pays the market leader having access to more than 60 or 70% of the market share, then comes Google Pay and then comes Paytm Payments Bank. So if we combine all these three, it has an access to more than 95% of the market share. So this is the latest data that I have gathered from the RBI. If you look at the payments volume, phone pay does the best, then comes the second Google Pay and then Paytms, which accounts for only 11% of the data now moving ahead while I was doing research on valuation I came to know that while peer to merchant market why does Paytm lead for peer to merchant market they also have something called sound box so majority of the merchants are using it peer to merchant where if you are making payment to any merchant you can listen from the sound box what amount of payment has been done earlier there used to be issues while people used to bluff and say the payment has been made and the payment was not credited to other person so now they have solved this problem also and have incurred a sound box wherein you can make payment and in the graph you see that paytm is being accepted as the most now let me talk about the valuation story that I have told you in this valuation story I have taken five major points which were required for valuing this company so the first is the gross merchandising value in the current story or in the latest prospectus that during the IPO and in recent balance sheet I have combined all this in the current story so in 2020 and 21, that is financial year 2021, during the launch of its IPO, it had 4033, that is rupees 4033 billion rupees in gross merchandise value. And I expected to grow to 6000 billion rupees in the next financial year, as well as it should grow its GMV, that is gross merchandise value 
by 40% CAGR in the next five years. I expect this because of the past historical records that I have seen as well as the growth it is having. Also, the market share, the next point that is, it dominates in the peer to merchant market with more than 50% market share. That was the previous story that was during its IPO. But if you look at the current balance sheet, it has reduced 10% to 40%. Now I expect it to have between 30 to 40% in the next remaining years that during the five to 10 years that till the time my story continues. If we look at its operating margins, currently the operating margins are minus 60% and during its IPO it was minus 49% wherein selling general and marketing expenses take up up to 19% of its total revenue that it earns. So I expect that it shall decrease and uh, it also has the benefit of the loop cycle that is the bigger player gets the bigger market share and the consumers keep on using the same thing again and again such as NP peer to merchant market if we say that Paytm is having the largest market share the consumers will be using Paytm more and more and this market share market increase as well as while the market share is increasing because of economies of scale the selling general and marketing expenses might reduce from 19% to a below number which I don't know what will happen but it will reduce because of the economies of scale as well as I expect its operating margins to be around 10% by 2030 why because Paytm is now acting as a small finance bank wherein it is giving merchants few amounts of loan and the loan book is getting increased day by day so while giving loans it is earning interest which would be better than the take rate it is doing for just doing the transactions and now the take rates as I forgot the third point the third point is take rate current take rates are very less compared to the global peers as I mentioned earlier it was having 0.79% now it is 0.31% but in future I expect it to be around 1 to 1.5 because of the loan book that is increasing as well as because of the economies of scale and it might be able to gain more revenue out of the existing consumers rather than the new consumers that are coming in and the last point that is the reinvestment ATM have constantly reinvested all its reserves into technology upgradation as well as acquiring the new consumers in the future I expect that this might be the less side but a Paytm will generate rupees 3 for every rupees 1 reinvested in its business. I am doing it slightly more than PayPal and Square and other payment gateways that are there. Why? Because they don't have something like 
loan facility. PayPal, Visa or MasterCard doesn't give loans. So I expect it to be a little bit more than pay t uh, PayPal. So that is my future valuation story. And now as I have done the value, you can see that it comes to around 640.70 rupees per share. So now you can understand that Paytm is undervalued share according to my assumptions and according to my story. But the question comes that will I be buying this share or not? So my answer is I won't be buying this share. Why? Because there are two main reasons. First, the take rate is very low and compared to global peers, the market size that Paytm is operating in it is very less. The second point is that it is not a market leader in any of the segment. If we take bank, it is not the market leader. If we take DMAT account opening and making transactions through it, it is not a market leader. If we take a look at the mall segment that in which e-commerce is happening, there is Amazon and Flipkart. It is not the market leader. If we take a look at UPI market data, it is not a market leader. And even in every interview of Paytm or Vijay Shekhar Sharma doing interviews, I have not heard how they will make it profitable in the next few years. So this is my story. But as I have not understood the facts and how they are growing, I just know that they will be adding 15 to 20 services. But adding services and getting revenue out of it are two different things. So that is why I won't be investing in this share. So that's all for today. In the next video, I'll be talking about Zometer. It will be in the same format. I'll be talking about the market scenario, its story, and then coming to my story and the conclusion to it, whether I'll be buying this share or not. So that's it for today. Thank you.